0: episode of Beyond the Front Door is brought to you by Peak Properties in Cheyenne, Wyoming. With over 75 years of combined experience in real estate, it's our goal to help clients buy and sell and save by providing the information you want and the professional services you expect. Let us help you with your residential, commercial, HUD, income-producing properties, as well as vacant land and rental needs. To learn more, visit www.sellcheyenne.com. Okay, okay. Um, welcome. You're listening to Beyond the Front Door Podcast with Lindy and Rhea, and we're real estate agents in Cheyenne, Wyoming, and we bring you real estate stories that inspire you, make you laugh, cry, maybe cringe. I don't know. Maybe make you mad. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. No. Um, come on in. We put the real in real estate. Yes. And today, um, our guest is very well-known in Cheyenne, I think. I think Thatcher, <laughs> yeah, yes. he is the owner of Bison Nutrition. And I think for just moving here in the last few years, y- you really know how to get to everyone in the
1: community. You put yourself out there. You know- I-, I will say that all of a sudden I get this Facebook message from a Thatcher saying, Hey, <laughs> I'm like, who are you? <laughs> I didn't know just yet. So you do Thatcher- a good job of putting yourself out Praise there. Thatcher's yeah. spearing. <laughs>
0: yeah. Thatcher's yeah. spearing. Although I told him, when you have like a name that no one else has, like Lindy or Thatcher, I'm like, mm-hmm. you're like Madonna. You don't need a last name. You're just like right. Thatcher. If I said Thatcher, everyone knows who I'm talking or about. Or Rhea, that would yeah, be, yeah. Rhea, yeah, yeah all, <laughs> all three of us, it's, us. Like, yeah. it's yeah. like, you're not like, Thatcher who? That's
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> funny. So, um,
0: thank you for being here. Why don't you start by just like telling us a little bit about yourself, um, obviously about you, what, what brought, brought you, you to Cheyenne? Cheyenne. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, thanks for having me on. I've
2: never yes. done a podcast before, so this is super cool. Yeah. Oh, it's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very exciting. Um, well, I grew up in Saratoga, so not
1: oh, like, very all nice that far
2: from here. But I had I didn't spend a lot of time in Cheyenne. Cheyenne was just kind of like the, the big city over there. Um, and the closest sure. I ever got, like I went to school in Laramie. Um,
1: like college in Laramie. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, yeah. went yeah. to
2: university in Laramie. Um, I studied physiology. I love the human body. Oh, naturally very interesting. Attracted to nutrition, of course. Um But yeah, after college I actually dove into business. And not having studied that, it was interesting to take that leap. Um but I think that I had a mentor early on who said like, you know, the best way to learn is to just do it. Mm-hmm. And especially business. And so, you know, I uh, kind of just jumped in and We'll do the like tldr here but i started at a protein shake shop in laramie sold that started one in saratoga sold that and then in 2021 ended up here okay yeah and so that's i guess that's how we got to cheyenne yeah
1: very so are both of those shops still up and running are they still going did the sellers or the buyers I, okay yeah one of them is one of them isn't okay yep. very nice yeah Very interesting. I always think business should be added to every degree, like some business element because pretty much everything we can make into a business right? or do something with it. Even if you're, you know, just trying to manage your books, whatever the case is. I
2: completely agree. I think that, I think business allows for a really beautiful way to express like yourself. Yes. Yeah. I was reading some, actually the book I'm reading right now is by an angel investor named Naval. And he was talking about how, like, the best way to go about starting a business is to just find your unique, specific knowledge that only you have that you've learned from the situations you've grown up in, you know, the having like you guys growing up Mm -hmm. in real estate, like you Mm -hmm. already had such a leg up on the world because you've been around it for forever. Mm -hmm. I guess I don't know if you grew up in real estate.
1: I did not grow up in real estate. So my family, it was the restaurant business. Okay, okay. And and I can tell you that having grown up in the restaurant business, I never wanted to work in the restaurant business. (laughs) I have a deep appreciation for everybody that works in it and that makes me a very good customer. But other than that, no. (laughs) But no, um, I have spent a lot of time with... um, the rang family learning it yeah. but no didn't grow but yeah, up that way
2: it's i think that it offers a unique self expression because you can figure out ways to monetize the things that you're like truly
0: passionate yeah about. and that's what you should do cuz that that's what we talk about waking up every day and not feeling like you're working. Cause you're yeah. doing something that you really want to do. Absolutely. Yeah. And Absolutely.
1: sharing your gift with the world mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned you had a mentor. So do you, uh, we have talked about that a little bit, mm-hmm. sort of the importance of having a coach yeah. or a mentor. So, um, do you still have that mentor or have you moved on to have another one or?
2: So, so yeah, I've, I've, uh, I'm still really close with that first mentor. It's a little bit more of like a friendship situation with he and I now but I have actually invested in coaches and mentorship and have a coach right now I think well, it's, good for you. it's we were talking yeah a little bit ago actually yeah um but I think that it's so valuable to to have a coach somebody that can see the see around the corner a little bit yeah. well he said what's coming down and what client. he said
0: was someone who's already walked the journey and that's what we've talked about in here that's why we're kind of telling these stories yes um telling people's story and not just telling you like here's, here's how, how to, to buy, buy a, a house yeah. yeah because <laughs> i mean you can listen to those that are out there if you want to know anything about how to buy a house just google it but um we want someone to hear someone's story and then you can kind of relate to it a little more and it's more real
1: yeah, yeah. the the desire to jump on that similar journey might be a little bit easier if you listen to somebody else who has done it yeah yes yeah. well and now i i you mentor and coach also. So you receive it, but then you give it also, which is really great. Yeah.
2: that's, that's actually been something relatively new that I've kind of started. It's, I, I hired my first coach in June to teach me how to do that and to teach you
1: how to coach or to kind of, okay. It was,
2: it was more or less just kind of like a, I mean, I never really had I never had, like, like a someone to teach me how to coach, I guess. Yeah, I never have had someone teach me how to coach people mm-hmm. before. It's something that I've always felt really drawn to. and Like, I love people. I love building relationships. I love impacting people's lives. Like, all mm-hmm. that stuff is all who I am, for sure, and the things that I like to do. But I didn't really know how to do that. You know, I didn't know how to impact people's lives in such a way that, like, I could monetize it.
0: Yeah. You're like, how do I make a living doing right, this? Right.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, that's like what my coach is was showing me how to do, but that's been kind of a new thing. And it's been, it's been a lot of fun to like learn how to express that passion.
1: So what made you decide to come to Cheyenne then if you're from, you know, if you spent time in Laramie and Saratoga, what brought you then here?
2: Opportunity. Opportunity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I had, I <laughs> had the shop in Saratoga and I was actually in the midst of negotiating out a retail space in Casper. Um, kind of like the fall-ish, early fall-ish of 2021. And um, pretty much had the business plan all built out. The game plan at that point was to sell the one in Saratoga, take the profit from that, dump it into Casper, start another one there, um, and just like keep going. But... Right before I decided to go through with that, I was offered bison, actually. Somebody sold bison to me. And they said, like, hey, well, here's a shop just like yours that's, like, ready to go.
0: Which is so fun because, you know, I got to know them first. Mm So I was a customer when they Mm -hmm. opened that. And um, I knew them because they did CrossFit with my youngest sister. Okay. So she knew them, and then it's just, like, Well, Wyoming's just a small town. So you just figure out, you know, the same people. But when they told us about you, they were like, we're selling it. And they were kind of a little family business. Their kids worked for them. Um, They were like, he's this young. He's a go-getter. He's going to be awesome. You guys are going to love him. Because we got, I mean, I like got to know these people. It's like going to your local coffee shop. And you don't want
1: them to leave. No, I'm like, I like you seeing you every day. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But, yeah, and then Thatcher came, and I think everyone's, like, loved you. Oh, good. Hopefully I didn't disappoint you. No, you didn't. <laughs> so, but
1: you thought you were going one direction. Mm-hmm. You had it all... I mean, you were heading down the path of starting one in Casper. Oh, yeah, it was all figured out, yeah. Yeah, and then somehow fate intervened, and you yeah. came here. Yeah. I think awesome.
2: it's important to take those leaps.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think, too... I think we get in our heads as to what we think the plan should look like. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And then the ability to pivot and move where the opportunity is, I think is a skill set for sure because if you have it so stuck in your head, I my plan is to move to Casper. This is I've spent oh, all this well, time I already did this. Yes, yeah. So I know this is yeah. here. I'm just gonna going to keep going where I was doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. So the decision to take advantage of the opportunity here is I guess And you really knew awesome. do you know anyone here when you moved no. here? No No soul. Oh my gosh. And that's what I'm saying.
0: I feel like I'm like, like, I can't believe like you're so outgoing. And so you did a really good job of just getting to know the people in the community.
2: When I, uh, I moving here was a crazy story. Um, (laughs) tell it. Let's go. So, so, okay. So the, the Johnstons offer me, um, bison at like the beginning of October and I moved and took over operations on the 1st of November. And so I just, I threw everything in the back of my truck. I didn't even have an apartment yet to rent. I remember talking to you because mm-hmm. you were like one of the only people I knew because I spent a couple weeks, a couple mm-hmm. days, a couple weeks for like the month prior um, learning the operations of Bison so I could take over on November 1st.
0: And I was there like every day yeah. because I and had so a real addiction. <laughs> Lindy's like the
2: only person that I know here. There's I have like a high school, a kid I went to high school with, and that's it. Like nobody. And so mm-hmm. I, I meet Lindy. And I'm like, yo, I got to find a place to live. <laughs> I'm moving here in like two weeks. <laughs> and fortunately, ended up finding a place to live like the Friday before I moved. And on Sunday, so like two days later, found a place that, could, that accepted dogs by the grace of God. Because you know, he has a really awesome live. dog. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then got moved over here and just in a flurry took over Bison Full Operations in like three days. Moved in took over operations and wow. it was just this one-man show that had no soul he I worked didn't even know. literally
0: he works I'm like I don't know a lot of people your age that would work that much he did he was he's was one man running running a store and you have to be there every day from opening to closing there's no one else to do it and it wasn't like oh crap bison's not open today that didn't happen that's awesome it didn't I've never went there and been like oh he's sick <laughs>
1: Yeah. They're... No, <laughs> like you're I there, know. rain or shine, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, then, you wonderful. know,
2: it, it. When you put your back up against the wall like that, and it's six
1: days a week. Yeah. Not like he, you know. Well, you made this huge leap, so you're gonna commit, right? You gotta right? figure it out. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I urge lots of people to do that. I think it's the best way to grow. Do it when you're scared, you know. Do it when you're not sure. Do it when, um, you know, especially if you're young. You know, if you don't have children that are dependent on you if you don't have like a serious relationship that is
1: you Depending know that, on you. You're, that you're worried mm-hmm.
2: about possibly jeopardizing like if you're young like if you're in your 20s i think like go for it do something crazy yeah you know go go try to buy a business and run it it's really you know, like, like your, your only chance your and if yeah. you look
0: back yeah. you'll be like i should have just done that
2: right right actually a cool and
0: there's a ton of people who say that
2: there are there are a cool framework that I've been telling my clients lately is around decision making is like if you're at a crossroads with a decision that's like you feel like it's big. Just think about five years from now and say, OK, if I look back, right, will i be like, man, I should have taken that. I should have taken that opportunity. I should have made that decision. Mm-hmm. Or will you be happy not taking that option? Yeah. What about 50 years from now? Yeah. Um, I think it's a powerful decision making mm-hmm. frame. Hmm. Well, yeah,
0: because I was just 20. 20- yesterday.
1: (laughs) Now all of a sudden I'm 41. (laughs) I don't know how it happened. (laughs) Um, So just as a, for any young person that is listening and they're thinking to themselves, well, there is this X, Y, or Z business down the road that I'm interested. How would they even like take that first step? Like, are, are you? Do you talk to a lawyer? Do you go talk to the business owner? Like, what does a young person do if they see a business for sale they have an interest in? How do they even take the first step? Is it the business plan?
2: I mean, I wouldn't even. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do a business plan.
0: So I you would. don't think if you were like, okay, I want to open a.
2: I don't even know. If you want to start ground up I'd say business plan. But if you like there was if a business this is for, for sale. sale yeah. yeah. Like if there's okay. business, go talk to the owner. You'd be like hey, Yeah. Like I like this. This seems like a cool idea. And then like you'll learn a lot right there. Like if the dude hates his life and he's miserable and it's <laughs> like, do, you, do you want to trade places with this guy? Like I mean <laughs> Right. I, yeah, I no. think there's a lot of information you can glean from just like going and having a conversation and being open and candid and just like, Hey, like you know, I'm, I'm so so many years old. I don't really want to do this with my life. I don't want to do that with my life. Like I'm interested in business. I'm interested specifically in your business. Like, can you tell me about it? It's
1: mm-hmm. a great advice. Yeah. So then if somebody wants, a young person wants to start a business that isn't already, then what would be your, what would you say to them? Because you did, you kind of did that with your yeah. shops, correct? Yeah. So what it's would you do super, there?
2: It's way simpler than a lot of people think it is. Okay. Like go get an LLC. Go open a bank account with that LLC. Now you have a business and you have somewhere to put money. Then go open a card processing account. Like you go sign up with Square for free mm-hmm. and they'll send you a card reader and then like figure out what you want to sell. And then go ask people if they want to buy it.
1: That's a great <laughs> boom, boom right there. <laughs> I love it. Yes.
2: Um, it doesn't get any simpler than that. And you can take any business. We any say size. this about
0: real estate. Right. Really, you want to buy a house. There's just a few things. Go talk to a lender. Lender. You get the money. Then you find a real estate agent, find the house, buy it. Yeah. I mean, we do the rest of the work.
1: That's right. Simple.
3: (laughs) Simple. I just
1: think it is intimidating. Absolutely. Right? So how do you get over the intimidation of it? Because like, well, I think that's what we're trying to accomplish here with this podcast is having people listen and sort of reduce the intimidation factor. What can I make it a little more comfortable for somebody that's that let's say grew up in an apartment their whole life or never lived in a home and now want to make their first home purchase or grew up in a home where their parents worked for other people. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's, it happens everywhere. But then you're like, well, that maybe isn't for me. I want to own my own business. But if you didn't grow up around it, i think it can be especially hard to make that leap if you didn't grow up with entrepreneur parents or if you didn't grow up with you know in a in a home that had been purchased to sort of make that decision is really intimidating and so that i think that's what we're trying to accomplish here but yeah. I, that's what i would ask of you yeah. as well as what what get what helps you get over that
2: um this might not be the most the best way to do this <laughs> but like personally i will negatively visualize and because I believe that pain is the great mover, right? Like people change, pain causes people to change, right? Not like right. these big dreams, not these big aspirations. They might help a little bit, but like when the pain of change is less than the pain of staying, staying where same, you are, yeah, that's mm-hmm. when you change. And so if you can make that pain appear bigger than it is to get yourself to, into action, I think that's valuable. So I'll be like, you know, if it's, again, if it's a decision that I'm not making, if it's um, or even an opportunity you know, look ahead and be like, do I want to live in these conditions, you know, and do what like my parents did? Do I wanna live the life that they lived? For the mm-hmm. example of someone who's not happy with the way that they were that they sure. grew up. Sure. Right. And they're like, how do I break this cycle? It's yeah, like, right. well do you want the cycle to continue for the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. And it's probably like, well no, not really. And then it's like bang, take action.
0: It's like, well yep. if you stay where you are now, look forward, you're gonna be just like that. Right. Yeah.
1: right. Yeah. You gotta make a decision to do something different. And it's not to say that what your parents did is wrong or sure. bad or yep. that it's, it's just sometimes
0: yeah. people choose to do, to do something, something different. different. You just have yeah. a
1: different mindset or a different lifestyle choice or, you know, whatever the case is. And so you just, but you do, you have to decide right now or decide today, decide, you know, and who, who is it we've talked about that does the three, two, one, is it Mel Robbins? Yes, is Mel it it's like yeah. three, two, one. And then you, you make know, a decision. Yeah. Make the leap. I really yeah. like yeah. Mel Robbins. Yeah. a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big fan of hers. <laughs> well, can you tell us a little bit about, bison nutrition. Sure.
2: Yeah. Um, well, heck it's been open for three years, which is kind of cool.
1: Congratulations. It's,
2: it's it's a, it's kind of a long time for like a small business to be operating successfully. I keep, you know, I I read some of these statistics sometimes. I'm like, Hey, I'm not doing too bad. (laughs) (laughs) Doors are still open. (laughs) Doors are open. People are buying stuff. Um, but so I guess it's going to be hard to separate this from kind of like my own, some more of my backstory, but um, like I said, I was raised super healthy. Um, I got into exercise at a very young age for sports and just never stopped. Um, and my mom taught me a lot about nutrition as a kid. And so like it was always a part of my life. And I uh, went to school to be a doctor and then I was like, I don't want to be a doctor. I want to be a business owner. I want to work for myself. And this opportunity, somebody gave me this idea of like protein shake shops, and I'd always been a meathead, like a total gym junkie, drinking my protein shakes, like got my supplements. Get in your things shaken. A, yeah, yeah, I got a whole shaking. bag. For He's got my one stuff. right here. Like, no,
0: just kidding. Yeah, I'm drinking
2: things right now. Like, um, so always, and I'd always been a believer that like everybody needs to be drinking a protein shake because it's just you just can't eat enough protein in a day. If you're not drinking a protein So shape. true. It's and you don't so really hard.
1: know it until you go to track it. Right. Yeah. And it is hard. So, somebody, yes. Yeah.
2: Somebody tells you, and they're like, yeah, you're eating this much protein. You're like, really? I'm like, yeah, tra- track it. And yeah. It'll blow your mind. Yeah. It'll mm-hmm. totally blow your mind. Um, so I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. I could still help people. My burning desire at the time was like, I wanted to help people with their bodies because I had a passion for that and I wanted to make money.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I was like, well, let's just make a business. And so... I started slinging protein shakes and like healthy energy drinks, and basically it's like a supplement store. Um, But like you come in and you're like, I want this specifically. And then I make that item for you, whether it's a protein shake or an energy drink or like a protein waffle or protein balls, all kinds of stuff that are like super healthy and helping you hit protein, helping you feel good, helping you stay energized, taking your health, you know, and treating it
3: well. So that. You're you're saying that you just build the shake one shake at a time. Yeah, yeah. But so can it's you not can you packaged. can you do can you set it up for people to buy it in bulk, mm-hmm. like yes. uh, to That's bring home is. or whatever? I yeah. do. I yeah.
0: buy it in bulk. You're yeah. you're garnering a customer <laughs> over here. I buy it in bulk because I went there every day. Yeah. So you can go there and get a drink. You know, you're like, oh, I want lunch. You could go there. You can pick any flavor you want. You can have strawberry cheesecake. You could have peanut Samala, butter, peanut butter, butter cup. cup. Yeah. I mean, whatever kind you like, he can make it. Um, and then, like me, I was going there every day. I actually drink their energy tea and um, it has a lot of vitamins in it and gives me energy. But I've learned to make them myself and so I buy the product from him and I make my drinks at home. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Unless like I'm lazy GFC. that day and then I go say, I need yours, you make it better than me. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah,
2: yeah, so, you know, our mission is just really to provide, like, incredible service, um, you know, like, I, I want, I want everybody that comes in there to feel better when they leave than when they came in, um, you know, and so just trying to really pour a lot of positive good energy into the people that come into that shop, you know, because I think that there's not enough of that in the world, body, and yeah. yeah, there's not enough of that, um, yep. so like incredible, incredible service to lift people up on an energy, energy level like that, and then solid nutrition for like active, busy people. Um, cause it can be tough. Like it'd be tough around your kids, around getting everything cooked, around going to the grocery store, buying the right stuff. Like it's tough. There's a lot of problems in between like, I want to be healthier and then like being healthier that you have to like overcome. And so that, that was also part of our mission is like we're a place where you can stay on track and make those good decisions for yourself and your future and that investment in your health. Um, but it's fast and it's convenient and you're going to smile and it's going to be great. And it's going to be non-judgmental and safe and just, just a really cool place, you know, for people to be. That's
1: great. I just, over the last couple of years, um, I've been working with a health coach and I've learned a lot about, um, how you can manage your hormones through food. And I don't know that I have, um, really articulated that in the past, because especially for women, as we're getting older, and I know men do too, men experience hormone changes too, but it's just a lot more, I guess, in your face when it comes to women and all the the changes that a woman's body goes through as they get older. And having now been taught that you can manage your hormones through food, it does take time and it does take planning. And, you know, I can tell you I'm not 100% perfect at it, but boy, when you talk about the pain of um, uh, staying where you are is greater than the pain of letting go, I will say that when you're eating healthy, and you're managing your hormones, you just feel better, and you don't want to feel bad anymore. That's yeah. really, like, you're looking at, you know, you go out to eat, and you see, you know, Texas Roadhouse, uh, I think and their rolls. Yeah, you're staring yeah. at those rolls going, <laughs> oh, those are really good, but how do I want to feel later today? Yes, yeah. and you, you know? almost,
0: that's when you've hit the, you've changed. Yes. You know I mean? Like, cons- you can cons- cons- say, this is, I've changed my life, because yes. you've realized, well, that's good, but I'll eat it right now and it'll taste good, but then I'm going to feel, feel terrible later. and my stomach's mm-hmm. going to hurt or so I'm going to feel tired or yes, yeah. a
1: decision and not a compulsion yeah. is a great way to put that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, and it's not saying you can't eat the roll; you just have yeah. to know if you eat it, that's what. Or maybe just
1: eat a half a one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something yeah. like that. But either way, um, yeah, I. I think as we get older, those things become more important. We just want to feel good. It's not even so much about looking good. I sure. mean, looking good is great, but it's feeling good that really is makes the difference.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So,
1: so you provide coaching for fitness as well, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you I actually tell us a little bit about that.
2: Sure. Um, so I exclusively work with busy moms because I've I didn't realize when I moved to Cheyenne. That, like, so there's a bunch. It's just a bunch
0: of busy moms, to be honest. He's like, oh. <laughs> um, He's like I met a lot of moms. <laughs> and <didn't> yeah. energy.
1: <laughs> well, you found your target audience, sure. right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but both
2: that, and then like the impact that my mom had on me growing up. Like, like I'm not gonna raise unhealthy children,
1: right? Right. right. Like yeah.
2: I'm gonna, my children are gonna be incredibly well educated on nutrition and exercise, and hopefully that goes on and on and on. And it, it has at least in. The generation from my grandma to my mom to myself and my sister and so like I I see how powerful that, that can be for like generational health mm-hmm. and like wellness and breaking through the like generational unhealth and those things that are the habits that are passed on like genetics that just ruin people's lives so that you go
0: oh well my dad had diabetes so I'm gonna have diabetes right. and they're gonna have this and right but yeah. you can try they to can intervene that. with that I mean there is yeah. genetics but your yeah. lifestyle can Oh,
2: 100%. And it's, it's, um, I love this. I love you guys. You're amazing. Um, but like my dad's side of the family, they're very overweight, all of them. Mm -hmm. And, but there was this collision between that side of the family and then my mom's side of the family. Sure. And the impact that that health had on like my sister and I compared to my cousins. Right. Mm -hmm. And So it's just this crazy, blatantly obvious thing in my life that like, something changed here. And it was the health habits of my mom. Yep. and just the impact that that has led me to be like I have all these busy moms everywhere <laughs> that need this help they need this intervention <laughs> so because funny. they don't even understand like what this can do for the generation Oh I've like literally
0: family. went into their went into bison and been like so I guess I need a protein shake and it's like it's two o'clock. He's like, have oh, you yeah. eaten food today? <laughs> You'll get and like, <laughs> No. And he's like, what? Okay. You can't just go till 2 o'clock. I'm
1: like, so could you give me something healthy? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Duly noted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fine.
0: I'm like, but I came here and I didn't go to McDonald's. So I feel like. <laughs> it's
2: good. It's yeah. good. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's really where the passion for that was born out of. Um, and now I just really try to, it, you know, it, it's it's coaching more than it's like, like. Working nutrition or working fitness or like giving you meal plans and things like that like it's these one-on-one conversations like this where I can develop a relationship mm-hmm. and help you help push you and hold you accountable and make those changes and solve those problems. Between, I like,
0: look Thatcher coached me at one point yeah. and I did I sent him a picture of like pizza and was like dude I did not eat this. Like, this is what my family had, and this is what I had. He'd be like, good job. <laughs> yes. Like, thank you. I just need someone to acknowledge that I made a good choice. <laughs>
1: you need the validation. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, the, the one thing I've learned from health coaching is that um, she eased me into it. It were small yes, you can't changes. Just... Change your whole life. Yeah, you can't just – and actually – I don't know if we talked about this in one of the other podcasts about Tom Brady, because Tom Brady talks about how if you look at Tom Brady, the way he was in high school and college compared to who he is now, he's a completely different person in terms of his lifestyle choices and what he chooses to put in his body. And he was talking about how you. He wasn't a healthy person. He He wasn't normal. Yeah. And so the making one small change, just focusing on one small change. And then once that becomes a habit, then sort of moving on to the next small change. And the one thing that I have really appreciated about health coaching is that you can take a look as a person at your current diet and make substitutions. You don't have to just throw the whole, you know, your whole meal regimen away, you can make those small changes, but make little substitutions. And one example I'll give is um, for years, I probably ate these Atkins chocolate chip bars. And my health coach goes, (laughs) she goes, so grain might be a problem. She said, so you may, you know, grain isn't necessarily healthy for us. And so, and that it can be inflammatory. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. I mean, when you think about the food pyramid, grain is on there there and has been a prominent piece on that food pyramid. So to learn that grain maybe isn't quite so healthy for you or can be inflammatory for you was a shock for me to learn. And then, um, so she switched out with a, it's a Lara bar now, but, and so. My morning routine changed very little, like, actually not at all. You have my bar and my yogurt and my blueberries and my protein shake, and um, all I did was switch out a bar and removed that grain from my diet. And I think that even just by itself was a big change for for me. You know, so I think that's one of the benefits of health coaching is you just don't. It, you think you have to make all these and big seems changes. Like overwhelming, you're it like, overwhelming. It Where do you start? Like yeah. you
2: said, where do you? Well, you and that's why I'm... so many attempts to change like lifestyle fails because everybody just like tries to do everything all at once. And it's like, yeah, yeah, of course. yeah, That's that's, nobody could do that. No yeah no
1: now i will say removing the processed foods from the house immediately it doesn't hurt anything (laughs) or at least getting them gone you know where because i always say if it's in your house you know if it's in the house i'm much more likely to go after it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna drive to the store and go buy it but if it's in my house boy it's a lot harder to Mm -hmm. yeah step away from so
2: yeah i've uh i've threatened some of my clients will be like, I will come over there. And yeah. And I will go through that house. I will do it for you. It for you. <laughs> I will do it for
1: you. Will, if you won't do it, I'll come over there and the do it. The <laughs> food pantries will be getting all sorts yeah. of donations.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, but, but yeah, it's, it's, I mean, you hit the nail right on the head. It's the small, incremental changes that over a long enough period of time, you know, you get the outcomes that you want.
1: Yeah. And that patience. Yeah. It doesn't happen overnight.
0: And then what's your advice on, I I know the answer because I watch you on social media, but um, (laughs) what if you mess up? What if you have a day? What do you do?
2: You got to have a a short memory Um, Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, I, I made a post on Thanksgiving about how like, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. You have 86 Thanksgivings, right? Let's say you live to be 86, right? You have 86 Thanksgivings. Is that going to matter in the 34,000 days you're alive? No. Right. Not at all. No. And so it's, (laughs) it's understanding that, like, this is a long game. And so over a lifetime, over tens of thousands of days, right, if you screwed up on Saturday, just have a short memory. Because the quicker, my most successful clients are the people that just, like, fall off the wagon and then get up, dust themselves off and start over tomorrow. Be
0: like, whoops. Yep. And it's, I I it's the that.
2: latency between like when you when you mess up and when you can start doing the right things again that makes the difference between like not I messed
1: up. So success. I guess now I'll wait until next month. I'm not month. perfect or <laughs> yeah. this. I'm not doing this well, so I'm just not going to do it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 I got a question.
3: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so if, if you have a person that comes to you for help, that's a very picky eater doesn't like to eat the lettuces the tomatoes whatever
1: really any vegetables of anything any kind. anything whatever. and obviously, no.
3: <laughs> and obviously you can't sit on a protein shake 24/7 um what's your advice to somebody like that
2: um well you guys are going to think this is nuts but I don't like vegetables I was gonna say I, I, don't I don't like vegetables um and like I probably have a very different stance on these than a lot of people but As far as I'm concerned, vegetables are good for, like, two things. And that's fiber content, of which they still don't have a whole lot, because we need way more fiber than we think we do. We need, like, 40 grams of fiber. And two cups of broccoli has, like, five grams.
1: Fiber's hard to get in as well. Fiber's
2: really hard to get in. I take fiber. And so vegetables have fiber.
1: And then they have the colors.
2: But that's it. That's the only thing that vegetables are good for, is the fiber and the colors. And so I make up that aspect of my diet through supplementation. And like I will eat some, I'll eat some specific vegetables for specific benefits. Um, but like, just eat meat. Just cook your own meat. Eat a lot of it. Um, protein is king. Like if you can get enough protein in, you know, I would say like weigh yourself and then decide like your ideal body weight. So like let's say that this person's ideal body weight was one eighty. You know, eat one hundred eighty grams of protein, which is a lot of protein. But, like, if you're shoveling down the protein and you're moving your body more, just, like, three times a week, or just, like, increase it a little bit. If you are going, if you're, if you don't have any, any movement at all, three days a week doing push-ups, air squats, sit-ups, something very simple mm-hmm. um, is going to be plenty. If you're doing things once or twice a week, up it to, like, four times a week. And then eat 180 grams of protein and do that for three months and your life will be completely different.
0: Easy, move. You, easy money. I, I just got to figure. Again, out. Again, he likes easy. Yeah,
3: I just got to figure so out how to get it. how to get rid of cereal out of my diet.
0: <laughs> he is a
1: cereal.
2: Well, if you uh, show fanatic. me where the pantry is, I'll throw it away for you. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: gonna take my hat off. My That's a great be crazy. answer. <laughs> well, I would imagine you're not the only one. Only man or woman out there that is like that, you know. He has a protein shake that tastes like cereal.
0: It's called cinnamon toast crunch, Ooh. and it is ridiculous. It is. It's, I don't even like cereal, like and it. It, a bowl of cinnamon it toast is
1: crazy. Like, if you got something that tastes like cocoa pebbles, or he, nah, he'll nah. no, no chocolate. I, uh, so so count if you count chocolate, re- yeah. Have <laughs> <laughs> to oh, go home and have a bowl of them. <laughs> no, uh,
3: so when we was working out. Up in Gillette. They made. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: At the gym, they made the protein They shakes. made that
3: protein shake. And I can't yeah. remember what it was called or what exactly was in it. But I love. I mean, I, I could drink that thing 24-7. I and think it I, was like whey yeah.
1: protein and frozen fruit. Sure. I think it yeah. was the main. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. And I like it. Like, I'll eat. The spinach and whatever, if it's in a shake, shake. Yeah. yeah, but you yeah. you ain't gonna catch me. On That's my where I stuff in, right the is, that. is in a shake. You know, yeah. Throw sort of whatever you want in that thing and mix it up with a couple <laughs> of berries and we're good. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter.
2: Yeah. I'll do, I guess I will do more. That's where I'll do a lot of vegetables when I'm on like a veggie kick. Um, but I'm is doing a shake. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not doing any vegetables right now because I'm following a strict diet for the sake of making myself mentally stronger. Don't don't advise following diets. Disclaimer. disclaimer
0: you're trying (laughs) dieting is
2: not good for you but i'm just pushing myself for the sake of growth right i'm not experiment with it yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. i'm not doing this because it's something i want to do for the rest of my life i recommend that you only do something if it's something that you will continue to do forever right um yeah like i'm not planning on doing this forever this is just for mental toughness sake but gotcha yeah
0: one quick question. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, what's, what's your goal with Bison? Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll keep renting the space you're in? Do you have, I like, know. a long-term... Is it going to be one of those things where you sell it and move on? And, build? like, what do you want to do?
2: You know, it's actually a really interesting question. Because um, I can't say I've decided yet. And reason being is we are... I'm partnering with the doctor in town, and we're going to start doing, like hormone replacement stuff for guys because as like like you were just talking about Mm -hmm. how like as women go through a lot of changes and that's something that like eventually if if we do well with men like i'd love to introduce working with women as well on hormone specific like pharmaceuticals hormone replacement therapy um but we're we're about to launch that so i'm really excited to do that as well as you know it's going to be more than just like all right here's your testosterone like see you in two weeks kind of thing, because again, it's, I have a much deeper conviction in nutrition than to just do that.
1: Nutrition as a way to manage. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then of <laughs> course, you know, like you were talking about balancing your hormones with food and then making up the difference with pharmaceuticals. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So that you can, you know, feel really good, especially as a man that their testosterone levels just get cut in half. Mm-hmm. And it's, I I have, I accidentally ruined my testosterone levels messing around with PEDs. And so I understand what it's like to, like, lose your testosterone. And everything happens for a reason, right? Because then all of a sudden it's like, hey, we're going to start doing testosterone replacement. And so it's, I know how, I know what it feels like to be, like, low. And it's really hard to exist when your testosterone levels are super low as a guy. Like, it's very depressing. It's very dark. Everything is, you don't have any energy, like... No motivation to do anything. It sucks. Now you know what your husband goes through. Yeah. <laughs> but if you get it fixed, you feel like a million bucks again. Yeah. And so it's like, wow, I got to share this with every every dude I know. Yeah. Um, but like, so so we're gonna launch that here in the next month, and then see how that kind of goes. See if that picks up, and then almost look at duplicating that model.
1: Very interesting. I love that. I love. Mm-hmm. So you
0: might end up needing a bigger space. If your business Possibly. grows. Or a second... Yeah. Okay, tell yeah. us about... There is a second location.
2: There is a second location, yeah.
0: Um, and you are part of getting that going? Or you're... Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, So where are the two locations?
2: Let's... So one up on Vandahuy. 459 High, yeah. That's okay. Bison. That's the one that I own. Up on... Uh,
0: by Fitness One. By Fitness One. That's right. And Vino's and... There's a few other things out yeah. there.
2: And then the other one's called Blends. And that's one that I helped a couple open and teach them how to operate. So it kind of operates like a franchise. Okay. Um, but do you just want to know about, like, the leasing process? And well, you no. Know, yeah, like, how was that yeah. in
0: Cheyenne? Was that difficult? Is it hard to find commercial property to lease? And the like, decision
1: to lease versus purchase. Sure. Yeah. What kind of goes sure. through your mind
0: there? Um because well, i, I have a lot of businesses who are new and they struggle with that cuz they're like well i want to own my space but then there's something to be said about renting and getting it off the ground and making sure you're going to make it <laughs> definitely well and i mean oftentimes
2: like my like my hammer that i ran around whacking all the nails with at the time that i was looking for a second location here in Cheyenne was like okay i took inventory of bison like the location i said i'm by the interstate there's no food anywhere if you mm-hmm. exit the interstate between here and the truck stop, right? right. So if somebody Googles food, they're coming on Van High, and then they're driving into the shopping center. Sure. So there's traffic from the interstate. There's 13 other businesses where I could, like, open the door and yell at somebody, yeah. and they could hear me, and I could draw business in that way. Um, and then, like, I'm by a gym. Like, the right. style right. of businesses around me is very similar. and So, like... The thing is, is you're not gonna find a place, if you're, if you're starting your own business and you're like a startup and you don't have like a billion dollars, right? You're not gonna buy the whole shopping center. Right. But there's some huge advantages to renting a space in a shopping center and a lot of those things are like, you're gonna have a prime location. Mm-hmm. Like, you're gonna have amazing businesses around you. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna have a lot of benefits of being in a high traffic location like that Right. That can help get your name out, help you build that business, so on and so forth that, like, just are probably not something that's going to be possible by buying your own location. Now, blends is a little different. In this, um, the gal wouldn't sell it to us. So we, we asked because it was, it's it's not in as good of a location. Um, it has great proximity to the hospital. It's down on 21st and Evans. Sorry, I never okay. said that out loud. Yeah. It's down at 21st and Evans, right by the hospital. Okay. Um, so again, it's got like a good location, but it's not by the interstate. It doesn't have a bunch of businesses around it that's super high traffic. Um,
0: that people might be like, oh, I'm going to get a haircut. I'll grab a right. shake.
2: They're not gonna going to accidentally find it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so we were like, <clears throat> you know, if we could buy this, this would be cool because then we can just kind of take our time ramping up Whereas if you just jump into a leased space, it's like, great, start paying us money. And you gotta like, you gotta go. Like you gotta, like, I mean, that's how I worked all the time 24-7. It's because it's like, <laughs> I mean, gotta You wanna know why I was there 24-7? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
2: You know, you have like hard deadlines where you have to pay significant chunks of money in rent for mm-hmm. the advantages of having a business in a high traffic location. Sure. Versus if you're able to like purchase a business, um, especially like downtown Cheyenne where things are very residential. Like if you're able to get, like a residential space, and I could be totally wrong. Like, I don't know a whole lot about real estate, so correct me if I'm not. No, I like hearing what you have, your your
0: way of thinking.
2: But, like, you know, if you buy a house downtown and you put it on a mortgage and then you can look at your rent for your business as, like, a thousand bucks or whatever Mm -hmm. your mortgage is, right? And then it's like, okay, that's pretty cheap. Sure. You know, as far as rent goes, it's like, well, now we can kind of – Work out our processes, like we don't know what we're doing, I've never done this before, but all you got to do is make thousand bucks, right? You don't have all this crazy overhead of all these other things. And so, so long as like you've got things inspected and you've like done your due diligence and starting a business, getting right. licensed, all that kind of stuff. You know, you, you could start slower and get your feet underneath you and ease your way into things in less of a way that like signing a lease that's got a value of a hundred grand. That you're saying, yeah, I'll pay you 100 grand in the next three years. Like, sure. We'll do that's a lot of pressure, you know, sure. as opposed to like, yeah, I'll pay you 200 grand over the next 30. Right.
1: Right.
2: You know
0: what I mean?
1: Yeah, that makes um, so it all makes sense. But and not kinda, everyone's
0: able to just go buy a property. Exactly.
1: Right. So and start a business, like you probably don't have a specific. bunch of money
0: because you're putting it all into the business. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It's very, it's even very, even peak
0: properties. We've talked about it. We, um, when, when my parents first moved here, they rented a space down on Warren, so we're on Warren still, but it was in a little shopping area where that badass tattoo place is that's mm-hmm. still empty and sitting there. I don't know. And then there was a flower place next door, and they were in the middle. And they rented that for a little bit until they found a place that they yeah. could buy.
2: Yeah. And yeah. then it was this. And that's, I think that, you know, like everybody says that McDonald's isn't a fast food restaurant. They're a real estate company. Right, because their, their values, saying, their yes. values all tied up in all the land and property that they own because they own mm-hmm. so much property. Mm-hmm. And I think that like long term wise, like I think that's an amazing investment because then you, you know, you have an investment in the business that you're growing. You have an investment in the property, like appreciating over time. Um, so you kind of get like you get you got your double whammy there if you. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, because then also later down the road, if you wanted to sell this, What if no one wants to buy your business? Sure, at least have you have a building you could sell that someone could start a different business in. Yeah, and take your business move it
2: somewhere else. Yeah, and then you've just cashed out and changed floors and made a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, There's pros and cons to both. I can.
2: Yeah, there definitely is. Um, Definitely.
1: Well, it's good to hear from a business owner, kind of what makes you think about that? Like what, um, what sort of processes you're going through and deciding whether to lease or purchase. So that's helpful to know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what's been your favorite thing about Cheyenne then?
2: (sighs) Probably the people. Yeah. Yeah. The community. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Thatcher's gotten to know a lot of people. He's also given back already a lot. He hosts um, different fundraisers where he donates part of his proceeds for that day to a kid's sports team. Mm -hmm. Yes. He does it all the time. The kids get to come in. They get to help make the shakes. They get to draw customers in. They're standing (laughs) out with posters. It is adorable. (laughs) And they love it. And I think they think, he interviews them and he's like, what was your favorite thing? And they're like, making the shakes. And they just think, they love it. I love it. it's the coolest thing
2: ever. Yeah. The kids, the kids absolutely love it. Yeah. All of them, every time I see any of the kids. It's also gotten
0: to, that's how he's gotten to know just a lot of people. Yeah. The first time you put that out there and you were like, I want to do more of these nights or these days where you donate, I was like, oh, Thatcher, you probably just got 400 phone calls. Yeah, I didn't. That, okay. He okay. didn't know that this was going to happen. hilarious.
2: So, again, like, I didn't I didn't know a lot of people. Um, and I didn't realize that there was, like, 65 baseball teams
3: <laughs> in Cheyenne. Uh,
2: and so, like, I'm like, I'm going to do a ton of these fundraisers. I'm going to do, like, six of them in the next six months. I'm going to start marketing for it. And I, like, made a post in Cheyenne Connections. And I got like thirty-five DMs, and I was like, oh. "I was like, I wasn't ready for this at all." Oh, and I, it was—I remember yeah. it very well because it happened on. It, I saw it. Like, I was like, "It happened he has in no like idea. December, and I booked out to like June. Oh, like wow. over the course, it was crazy. They're just like this weekend, this weekend, this weekend, this weekend.
0: It, it was, was like not every a big weekend, weekend to get
1: the baseball community behind. No, you. But That's you know true. what? But then it it's nuts. also
0: super smart as a business because yeah. you're giving back, and then you're getting people in there that didn't know you existed or didn't have time to try it. But now they're like, I mean, cause I went, there's times where I was like, not going to, i make my drinks at home, but I was like, Oh, this team's there. I'll go and you yeah. make an extra yeah. little donation. Yeah.
1: And yeah. it's like so yeah. cool. Well, and two, those kids are learning, learning, some healthy things about mm-hmm. nutrition mm-hmm. while you're mm-hmm. at it. So you're definitely, um, killing more than, you know, two birds with one stone. Yeah. So yeah, that's Just awesome. I'm making an impact well it sounds like you're doing a really good job of it so (laughs) Um,
0: I guess we'll ask our final question Mm -hmm. that we ask everybody so we'll see what you say but I have an idea I'll see if I'm right um (laughs) if you could purchase property anywhere in the world where would it be and why you're gonna be wrong I think it's gonna have something to do with fishing
2: well, okay, you're right. <laughs>
1: That's funny. If I could or proximity to fishing.
0: Piece...
2: Yes, okay. Yep. Nailed it. She nailed it. His dog seems <laughs> trout. Oh okay, yeah. Yeah, I grew... so the giveaway. Before before I got into health and fitness, I was a fly fishing guide at Saratoga. That's what I grew up doing. So oh. hopelessly addicted to fishing. There's two I have two pieces of my personality. One is just <laughs> exercise and protein shakes and the other one is it's fishing. fishing. Yeah. <laughs> um oh man, anywhere in the world I would buy a ranch in Bozeman, Montana, or <laughs> I
1: was just Montana.
0: Yeah,
3: I'd buy a some ranch good in streams up in Montana. <laughs>
0: <Yep>. <laughs> Bozeman. Bozeman. You're going like Flathead Lake around. I don't know where if that's. I of Bozeman. No, up, yeah. no that's oh. yeah, that's up
2: north. Bozeman's okay. just north of Yellowstone. Okay, yeah.
0: I knew it was gonna have to, something to do with fishing. Yeah, I would have probably guessed Wyoming, but I didn't. Yeah.
2: close enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. fishing. Yeah. That you nailed it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely
1: yeah well thank you so much for joining us today it has been a real pleasure and for all of our listeners out there um, lindy and i sell real estate and so if you are looking to purchase or to sell we'd be happy to help you you can find us on all of our all the usual social media channels as well as www.sellcheyenne.com and if people want to learn more about bison nutrition how can they do that
2: um, our website is BisonNutritionWIO.com, uh, um, but the best way to learn about Bison would be on social media, WY on Instagram and Facebook, and then my personal as well where I share a lot more like tactical, on the floor, on the front lines, like how to get your nutrition and your fitness and all that stuff in check mm-hmm. on my personals, and that's just that you on Instagram and Facebook. But
1: yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.
0: That's been me. fun. <laughs> this episode of Beyond the Front Door is brought to you by Peak Properties in Cheyenne, Wyoming. With over 75 years of combined experience in real estate, it's our goal to help clients buy and sell and save by providing the information you want and the professional services you expect. Let us help you with your residential commercial HUD income-producing properties, as well as vacant land and rental needs. To learn more, visit www.sellcheyenne.com.